Hi, I'm P, and this is my podcast. I'm just going to do a live recording. I already had some questions that were submitted, so I will probably just be answering those because my podcasts are usually like 12 to 15 minutes long. So that's how long we'll probably be on here. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. Hello. Yeah. And the reason I or what prompted this was that I got a question. Let me read it. And I've been talking about this lately, just in general, but I got a question. There's this Instagram called My Human Design. And the question says, I read this on My Human Design. Consider that learning less will elevate your life. And I'm curious to know your take from a 5'2 perspective in particular. So I'm a 5'2 and that post about learning less was pointed at second line profiles in human design. I know that's, if you don't know what a profile is in human design, just write down to Google profile lines, human design later. So this post was directed towards not reading more, basically, like not taking in more information. And as a 5'2", I wholeheartedly agree. One million thousand trillion percent. The reason why is because as second lines, we have this kind of discomfort with how we know things already. It, it cut, we, we have this like, oh, I'm supposed to be able to prove how I know this feeling in us already. And so the more we take in information, the more we're trying to figure out how to use that information to prove what we know to people. We're like, well, I, I read this somewhere. So that thing that I know, it must be true because I also read it somewhere. And so now I have to like figure out where I read this from and like point them back to that. And that's just not how we work as second lines. That's actually not how it's helpful for some of us and I don't want to just limit it to if you have a 5-2 in your profile because you might have second lines somewhere else in your human design chart but if you feel overwhelmed with the amount of information that you're taking in and you feel wrong if you feel like everything you're thinking is wrong or the way that you're being is wrong or like what if I'm what if this is right like how which way is the right way there's seven billion of us on this planet I think maybe almost eight billion of us how can we have a like a right way of doing things there's so many of us on this planet and so just consider that just because someone has a lot of conviction behind what they're saying it doesn't mean that it's correct for you even me talking right now i am correct for some people and there are some people that i am very harmful to just because of the way that i speak and so if you are feeling like someone's information is making you feel shitty or is making you feel like 
uh, I don't know enough or I'm just not good enough or I'm stupid. Stop listening to them talk. Just don't like you don't need to take that in anymore. It doesn't make them wrong. It doesn't make them a bad person. It just means that information is probably not for you. And it's your job to know what is correct for you to intake into your body. And it's I, I spoke about this before in a life where I feel like everyone's teachings are kind of like herbal supplements and you have to know what herbal supplements that you're allergic to, which ones you actually need in your body and like what is healthy to you based off of how it makes you feel. And so if something is making you feel sick, stop consuming it. Just it's, it's, it's obviously not doing good things for your body. An example of like a wild example of being this like second line, having a, that second line in your human design chart. For those of you who are second lines who are watching or if you have a lot of second lines in your chart, I remember, I, told, I tell the story to all the second lines I talk to, but I remember in I think 10th grade, we were learning some like high level geometry and at the way the teacher was talking, it sounded like nonsense. I don't know why, but like I couldn't, I just couldn't take in the way that he was talking. And I, I remember being frustrated in class and being like, I'm gonna fail this class. Like, I don't know what this man is saying. I have no idea what's going on. And then I kind of like created this dome of aloneness around me and just stare at the board. I don't know why I was staring so hard, but I was just staring. And then something in my head was like, you know, geometry. And I knew geometry from that moment on. Literally just, I, I was, it was just like, oh, I do know geometry. And I don't need this man to tell me how this works. And he was flabbergasted. He thought I was cheating for the rest of the class. And he was like, can you show the other students how you're doing this? And I'm like, it's because I actually already knew geometry and you talking about it was fucking me up. And so now that I'm not listening to you talk, I just need to take your tests and pass them so I can get out of this class as fast as possible. Same thing when I dropped out of college, listening to people too much made me feel really stupid. And it makes me feel like I don't, know my correct way. So if you feel like things are being overcomplicated by a teacher or like you're, it's, th something that happens to me is that someone will be explaining a theory on something for a really long time and my brain's like, they mean this, they mean, they just mean that. They just mean that. And I can hear in the back of my head that it's simpler than what they're saying. And I guess the difference between me and some people is that I listen to that voice in the back of my head more than I'm listening to that teacher. And so if you're, just listen to yourself. Yep. Someone asked, am I a quad right? So quad right is, what that means is that the variables in your human design chart, there's, there's these little arrows that are around the person's head in the body graph. Quad right means that all their arrows are facing right. And I'm not a quad right. I have three right facing arrows and one left facing. My, my environment is left facing. Moving on. So next question, we're going to dive into simplicity now because I feel like that kind of goes along with simplicity. That second line just have this natural understanding of how the world works have for, for the most part. And we, I truly feel like the more I listen to people, the dumber I get. And so just be careful with that as a second line. The, ne the next question is when things feel simple and easy, I start making, I start feeling pressure to do and make things complex. Why? And this, I feel like is human nature. I feel like we love complexity and there's no problem with loving complexity. It's a beautiful part of existing. It's just that when the complexity becomes too much, you need to make sure that 
you are controlling what parts of your life are complex and what's not. We don't truly want like a bunch of ease and simplicity because it's boring. We know that. We know it deep down that we'll get bored if things are too simple and too easy. And so find a way to put complexity somewhere else in your life. So for me, my complexity is in like design, I guess, like with my with my house, I am. It's like this is a place where I kind of do a lot. Like it's it's where I have effort. It's it's where I'm like thinking it's today. It took for me forever to put that mirror up. But it was so satisfying to finally get it up. But with other things in life, I can't have them be complex because I, I just can't function. It's really, really annoying. And so allow what is easy for like find where simplicity seems obvious and lean into that for you. And then where complexity seems like more fun, put the complexity over there rather than putting it in the places that aren't that it's not fun to like have all the complications in. Let's see. Can you speak on simplifying the embodiment process when it seems hard? I think you're on this live. Can you re like explain that question more to me? Because I don't understand it. So the next question. If you're a 2-4, how to wait for the universe to give you an invitation and live simple first? Okay, so this is just basically like how to wait for the invitation. And this applies to all projectors who are waiting for the invitation. Waiting for the invitation has to do with you interacting with individuals and offering them your guidance as a projector. The reason you're waiting for the invitation is because the projector aura is penetrative. It is, it beams into beings. It, it like, it feels like you're being examined by an x-ray. And that's totally fine. It's just that when people aren't ready for it, it's disturbing. It's truly like, it's, it's like off-putting. And so the only reason projectors are here to wait for an invitation, consider the invitation consent. It's consent to be penetrated. That's, that's what it is. And so as a projector, what you are waiting for is for consent. Now, there are certain things that lead up to consent, right? So like you can't just wait for someone to cons I mean, if we're talking about like sex and consent, you're not just gonna wait around and be wait for someone to like walk up to you and be like, I consent to us having sex. You are obviously going to like let it be known that this being, this is something that you want to do, right? This is something that you have to offer, that you that you have this, penetra this penetration that you have to offer. And so as a projector, let the world know what you want to offer. What are you into? Talk about it. Put it somewhere out in the world where people can find you and so that they can approach you and then they can say, I consent to this energy that comes out of you naturally, the way your aura just points. I like it. I consent to it. I would love to receive that light. But you have to allow the light to be seen first. Waiting for the invitation does not mean that you're waiting to lean into or display your gifts. It just means that before diving into someone's experience and telling them what you know about them in particular, you're getting consent. Cool. Next one. Mm -mm -mm. That one wasn't about simplicity, so I'm not answering it. Let's see. And I think I got one. Oh, cool. I didn't know they were up here. If anyone has questions about simplicity or being a second line, second line ease, simplicity, energies, send those in because I'm talking about simplicity and ease with this. Cool. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to embody a different part of yourself. Oh, whoa, whoa. You're trying to embody a different part of you to timeline jump 
the external physical has not caught up and keeps distracting from the embodiment? Is there a simpler approach to that? Um, I don't know why that question, like I, my brain's not understanding it, which is really weird, which usually means that I might not be the person to answer that question. So I like literally can't, I, it's, uh, my brain's just not understanding the question. I'm sure there's nothing wrong with the question that you're asking, but like I, it's not, something's not clicking it, for me. So maybe the word trying to embody is what's kind of, confusing me because when you're embodying you're not trying to embody you are embodying you're being the one yeah i feel like maybe that's the only the only way i can answer that question let me like read the question out loud so everyone can hear because i kind of whispered it so the question in the the first question was can you speak on simplifying the embodiment process when it seems hard and the further explanation was like when you tr when you're trying to embody a different part of yourself a different part of you to timeline jump but the external slash physical has not caught up and keeps distracting from the embodiment is there a simpler approach to that and i guess like my immediate sensation is like the embodiment process is simple you you be the one and if your body hasn't caught up yet it's just a matter of continuing to be the one even though your body hasn't caught up yet and be aware that you are you you are the one you have become that the embodiment of that new self. I hope that answers the question because that's all my brain is getting clarity on. Let's see. Do, 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 do. So maybe you're doubting. Oh, like, I don't know what that was for either. Okay, when not over consuming information as a line to to our job is to listen to ourselves and allow our innate knowledge and creative creativity to come through. Yes, exactly. Second lines have this inherent understanding about what they're here to understand. And so when you feel like you're not knowing enough, if you feel like, oh, I need to consume more, I need to read more, I need to take more information in, question that as a second line. Because that feeling of like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, that's a really good indicator that you probably do know and that you've been listening to so much that it's confusing your second line. Your second line's like, I already know, and now you're giving me 14 different theories on this thing that I already know about, and I, I don't know why, now I'm confused. So when you feel like you don't know enough, lean into your knowing even harder. Go into it and move from there. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Any recommendations to accessing intuition to overcome blocks in texting and electronic communication? I don't understand that question. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> maybe if, if, if I'm not sure if what's why I can't understand some of these questions, but I'm fine with that. So let's see. Yeah, I realized that I think when, like when things are overcomplicated, I think my, my brain's like unnecessary and it just blocks out certain things, which is kind of annoying because it makes it hard to communicate with people because it's like my brain puts like, it like censors complication. But it's, I mean, it's great for the people that I'm helping because then I can make things really simple but like complexity i just it's like i just stop hearing it so i'm sorry about that maybe because articulated via text yeah and I, to me the question felt like how do i use my intuition to text and i don't really understand that question i don't i don't i don't yeah i don't know why i think that's all that's all the questions that i had submitted and that's all the questions that are in the little 
question box. So thanks for joining and seeing my confusion <laughs> in real time. But this is going to be a podcast, so I don't think I'm not going to save the live. I'm just going to edit this down and share it on Cheat Codes with Pete so that you guys can listen. All right. Bye.